Welcome to All Angles Photography Podcast. I am your host, Claire Hunt, and in this episode, we are going to talk about my top three tips for improving your client experience. Do you struggle with knowing how to improve your client experience as a photographer? Or maybe you don't even understand why it's important in the first place? Well, this episode is only the tip of the iceberg on ways to improve your client experience, and I hope that it will also help to convey the value of doing so. If you see yourself in any of these statements, then you might want to listen to this episode. Do you want to raise your prices or get raving reviews or have a better workflow so that your headspace is relieved? Or do you just want to simply give every single client the exact same experience with you? Well, as a photographer, your client experience should be on the top of your priority list for improvement so that you can continue to grow. So the way that you make your clients feel with every step of your process is what they're going to remember about you, and that's what's going to stick with them for the years to come. So are you ready? Let's get to the episode where we will chat about my top three tips for up-leveling your photography client experience. You are listening to All Angles, a business and photography podcast that truly hits on all angles of creating and sustaining a fulfilling photography career. Hosted by Claire Hunt, a former pediatric trauma nurse turned wedding photographer and educator. Every two weeks, Claire brings you tangible and actionable tips that help you improve your dream business, all while providing you some encouragement along the way. For marketing, client experience, travel, content creation, productivity, and more, grab your coffee, because we're about to hit on all angles of running your dream photography business. Welcome again to All Angles. I am so excited that you're here, and I also just want to welcome you to the first actual educational episode of this podcast. I'm so stoked to dig in, and client experience is one of my favorite things to talk about, so if you have any desire in you to create a better experience for your clients, then I hope you will get a lot out of this episode. It's definitely only the tip of the iceberg, as I mentioned, but I'm so stoked to give you these three tips. So first things first, I want you to start thinking about how to under-promise and over-deliver to your client. This one usually takes a while for photographers to start to understand, but it's definitely my top tip for improving your client experience. And I also know that it's not something new to you probably. I'm sure that you have heard to under-promise and over-deliver. Um, But I just want to give you a few ideas of ways that this is actually tangible in maybe your own business. So imagine that you are in the shoes of your client and you're told that you're going to receive photos in four weeks from your elopement. So you're super excited. You can't wait for these four weeks to be over. You really want to see your photos. But in reality, your photographer needed and takes about eight weeks. This is super disappointing to your client and it immediately tanks your client's experience with you. So if you know that you're going to need about eight weeks during your busy season to edit and deliver photos, go ahead and just make your turnaround time six to 10 weeks. This is personally what I have done in my own business and I know that usually I can deliver at about six weeks, but sometimes it will take closer to eight or 10 weeks. And if you tell them this, then they are going to be so excited when they do receive their gallery in eight weeks, let's say, because you've told them the latest is going to be 10 weeks and they will feel like you worked super hard to deliver the gallery before the deadline. So that is just one way that you can really improve your client experience. Um, Yeah, it's that simple. A few other ideas for how you might be able to underpromise and overdeliver would be the number of photos they receive, the help that you offer with actually planning. 
And think about ways that you can meet a need that they're going to have before they know they have it or before they even knew that you would do it for them. So one example for this as well is I personally love wearing a fanny pack on all wedding days. And whenever I tell you guys I wear a fanny pack, it is a huge fanny pack. I basically look pregnant with it on. It's that big. And I love to just pack a bunch of stuff in there, emergency stuff, or for example, a crochet hook so that when it's time to bustle the dress, this saves time. And I've over-delivered and over-prepared as their photographer. So start thinking through those different ways that you can truly underpromise and overdeliver in either the smallest ways or the biggest ways. The second tip that I have for you guys is to put workflows in place for your client experience with a CRM. So if you don't know what a CRM is, it is a client relationship management software and you may have heard of Dipsado or HoneyBook and essentially these platforms are to create your canned emails and have workflows in place so that things can be automated. You can have every single form or questionnaire or contract that you're going to need in your process already written out. So if you have never done this, then I recommend just opening up a Google Doc and list out every step in your process and when you would want it to take place. From there, go ahead and write out the bones of every canned email and every form or questionnaire. And you will definitely personalize these whenever the time comes to each client, but it's super helpful to have the bones written out ahead of time. I mean, think about whenever inquiry season is just crazy and you're trying to respond to these emails and give a really thoughtful response, but you're also trying to edit and get things done and meet deadlines. So having these canned emails and workflows in place, it helps to remind you of where you're at with every single client and also you don't have to spend so much time on responding to emails. This takes so much weight off of you trying to remember everything on your own. I literally recommend it to you. If you have more than five clients, go ahead and set up workflows and have a CRM software so that you can stay organized. Whenever I first started, I was using HoneyBook, but I learned pretty quickly that HoneyBook had a lot of limitations. So now I actually use Dubsado and I love it, you guys. It is incredible. I have a link that I will give to you guys in the show notes that gives you 20% off of your first month or year. And this is not an ad. I literally use it every single day and it helps me so much. So I want to share it with you. One way that I love Dubsado compared to HoneyBook is that they are just so much more personalized and branded to your business. So it also seems more like an actual email coming from you rather than some weird platform that's creating an email that's sending it to your client. So I've found that a lot less of my emails go to spam. I actually don't think any of my emails have ever gone to spam with Dubsado, whereas with HoneyBook that would happen a lot. Um, and one other reason that I really love Dipsado compared to HoneyBook is they have better workflow options, which that's what we're talking about here, um, that made sense for my process specifically for my inquiry workflow. So I will actually have a link to my wedding inquiry workflow just so you can kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about here. Um, but I do have it set up where my clients, whenever they inquire with me, I will have them book a call with me because I would love to get to know them rather than just book 
you know, and have no idea who they are or they don't know who I am. So there was actually a way in Depsado in my workflow to trigger an email being sent whenever they have booked a call with me, or if they haven't booked a call with me, then I still know that I need to be following up. So it was much more easier to do this in Depsado versus HoneyBook. HoneyBook had no option to trigger anything based on a call or appointment scheduled or anything like that. So Depsado really takes the cake, in my opinion, with CRMs. If you have any questions, though, about Depsado, if it might be right for you, reach out. I'll be happy to help you. And also, I just want to put it out there that I know we're entering into busy season as I release this episode, and so if you're feeling way too overwhelmed, even just thinking about setting this up, but you know you need to, you can reach out to me as well, and I will be happy to hook you up with a CRM expert that will set up all your workflows for you. So literally, there are ways to go about this where you don't have to be the one setting it up, but I just really recommend that you do it because it's going to take so much weight off of you, especially during the busy season when you don't have time to be just spending all of your time in your inbox. My third and final tip that I have for you guys today is to answer questions before your client knows they have them. This is super important and it can be done in a multitude of different ways, but a few examples for you may be sending really well thought out emails or a guide for wedding or elopement planning, helping them out with their engagement session and giving them tips on that providing value in your Instagram captions or posting educational blogs. There are so many ways to do this. You may be thinking, Claire, how do I know what questions they'll have? Well, think about questions that you're already frequently asked. So if even just one client has asked the question before, then there is probably at least one other potential client or current client who will have that exact same question. One way that I have implemented this in my own business is that in my first email to couples where I'm responding to their inquiry, I go ahead and send a few wedding or elopement galleries that I have personally documented. I used to be asked to see full galleries every now and then by inquiring couples who just wanted to see a more full approach to a wedding day instead of the highlight photos that we all post on Instagram. So instead of the couple now having to respond to my email asking for that information prior to booking a call with me, which is the goal, right? I've chosen to include it right away in my response to them, whether they ask for it or not. So it may be a question that they have or they would have had, or it may have just shown a light in an area that they didn't know that they should check before hiring a photographer. So when it comes to your client experience, at the end of the day, simply put yourself in the shoes of your client. How would you want to be communicated with? Would you want to feel well taken care of? And would you want to know what the next step is before you ever have to wonder when you're going to hear from your person again? Would you want to invest a lot of money and trust into someone if they don't already showcase their trustworthiness right off the bat? So this was only the tip of the iceberg on tips that I want to share with you guys for improving your client experience. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, my friend. I cannot wait to hear how you improve your own workflows and under-promise and over-deliver and also the ways that you might think of where you can answer clients' questions and you may think of better things than I've ever thought of before and that's the beauty of being a business owner and I cannot wait to see how you do that and I'm rooting for you. Be sure to check out the show notes to see that example of a wedding inquiry workflow so that you can start to brainstorm your own. And be sure to join my email list also that's for photographers specifically. This is just the tip of the iceberg and I cannot wait to share more. 